If you're lucky, you listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't in hard top. If Kev Lewin's decent, it's a sandbox. Since the Sandbox fans, we are back. Welcome to the brand new Since the Sandbox studio. This is just the beginning. Everything's still a work in progress. You guys will all see a nice picture in a video once it's all said and done. But this is all thanks to you guys for, you know, really providing that motivation and, and just continuing, you know, along this podcast and journey. We have a couple of great episodes coming up for you guys to this week. We have the NFL offseason power rankings and the most improved teams in the NFL I feel like these are really important things to talk about with the offseason and what the expectations are for the NFL season. So we are about to dive in with the NFL offseason power ranking starting off at 10. Before we do that, guys, make sure you go and leave a five-star review. We're always putting in the work here at Since the Sandbox, whether it's in front of the camera or behind it. Just, you know, making sure that we get that five stars that we deserve. Here at 10, the offseason power rankings. Call me crazy. But I do have the Browns. Guys, the Browns have a great defense. And Deshaun Watson is a top five talent at the quarterback position in the NFL. He might be the most talented player at the position. And, you know, their defense is already solid. And they got Amari Cooper at a bargain. I think the Browns are going to continue to run the ball. And they have, you know, one of the best one-two punches in Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Uh, so that's really important. And... That's a tough division. You know, the Ravens are a competitive team. The Bengals just went to the Super Bowl, and the Steelers have one of the best defenses in the NFL. I feel like the Browns are going to have to, you know, make sure that they stand out in that division, especially with a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. At nine, a team that continues to improve, and my favorite team to win the NFC East this year. Yeah, you heard that right. My team to win the NFC East. I think my Giants are going to have a tough year. I think the team that's going to win the division this year is the Eagles. And, you know, I feel like they really had a great offseason. They've gotten superstars on both sides of the ball while addressing, you know, needs and holes and also building young players to, you know, just really support what they're doing as an organization and support Jalen Hurts and things like that. So I think the Eagles are going to have a really good year. I think this is going to be a 9-10 win football team. I really do. They were winning seven last year with half the roster that they had now. The Eagles are going to be really good in 2022. Eight, the Raiders. Some people could call this low. Some people could call this high. Really depends on how you value that division um, and what the expectations are. But I think the Raiders are going to be a solid team. I mean, it's going to be hard to not produce offense with Devontae Adams. I think he can continue 16, 1700 yard seasons with Derek Carr, no doubt. And it's going to be tough because Aaron Rodgers is, you know, a much different quarterback than Derek Carr. Don't get me wrong. But I, I feel like, you know, that production really comes what, you know, Devontae Adams' workload and things like that. So I think the Raiders are going to be good. Chandler Jones on the opposite side of the ball is a huge improvement compared to what they've had last year. Uh, I think this is going to be a team that's going to compete. Seven, the Broncos. Guys, call me crazy, but, you know, the Broncos are another team that have a solid defense. And Russell Wilson, in my opinion, is already a Hall of Fame quarterback if he retired today. This change for the Broncos is going to be, you know, something that might take a little bit of time. But, you know, I, I think the Broncos would be a scary team to, you know, just let walk into the playoffs or take one of those wild card spots. The Broncos here at seven, I do think that that might be a little bit more of a threat than the Raiders, depending on how healthy their rosters stay throughout spring training, preseason, and, and until we get to September. At six, 
Guys, this is a really tough spot. Narrowing down 10 teams already, as hard as it is, especially when you're not even watching them play football at this point. But at six, I have the Bengals, and people could call me crazy because that was a team that was in the Super Bowl last year, and they definitely improved. But I feel like a lot of other teams got healthier, and a lot of other teams improved in different ways. And we know the Bengals are going to have a dynamic offense, but let's see, you know, if that defense can continue what they were doing last year, you know, in the pass coverage game and, you know, rushing after the passer. So I have the Bengals here at six, still a very good team. I think Joe Burrow will have these boys, you know, 10, 11 wins as well. Uh, going to be really, really interesting to see, you know, who stays healthy and how these divisions really work out. At five, this is where I have Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs. I know losing Tyreek Hill is a big loss, honestly, but I feel like the Chiefs are going to do things differently um, the way that they complement and run their offense. And you kind of have to make that adjustment after you lose a player like Tyreek Hill. I mean, that playmaking ability isn't going to be easily replicated. And they did invest a lot into that into those positions, and I, I feel like they'll find some solid production, especially where they got some guys in the draft. But, you know, the Chiefs are already a team that has that Super Bowl experience. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes have a camaraderie that, you know, a, a lot of quarterback and coaches don't really have yet in the NFL. We're seeing a lot of guys get traded now and things like that. So I feel like you really have to rely on that relationship and, and know that that defense significantly improved. At four, the Chargers. Justin Herbert and the Chargers, you know, they're really stacking up on both sides of the ball. You could say that they have one of the best offenses, and with the offseason additions that they made this year, this offseason, you can really say that they have one of the best defenses. They went and they paid J.C. Jackson, one of the best corners in the NFL, and Khalil Mack just came over as, you know, a, a second pass rusher next to Joey Bosa and a bunch of other guys that, that they have rushing after the passer in the charges and I feel like this is a team that's expected to you know really take the jump and, and win the division but I talked about all four teams from that AFC West really being inside my top 10 so uh, gonna be interesting to see the way everything works out honestly but I really do like the Chargers this year they have the offense they have the defense let's see if they have the offensive line and can stay healthy at three three is where I have Tom Brady and the Bucks. Just in my offseason power rankings, obviously, you know, losing Chris Godwin late last season is hard, and he's obviously coming off of a big injury, but I feel like he'll bounce back. They'll get the production from Mike Evans like they do every single year, and, you know, I, I feel like that team has to really around Tom Brady. You know, him coming back has to amp all those guys up. Uh, they made a lot of different moves in, in trades and acquisitions to make sure that they're staying competitive, and the NFC isn't too hard to win. Honestly, I feel like this going to be a team you know that's going to compete with the Bucks. that's going to compete with the Rams and you know really be one of those top dogs that we weren't expecting in the NFC I wouldn't be surprised if the 49ers are one of those teams I don't have the 49ers in my top 10 even though you know they really made a deep run last year but I feel like they lost more than they won in this offseason and Kyle Shanahan's a great coach I feel like he'll find ways to you know complement his roster um, with undrafted guys like he always does and still making some acquisitions positions because Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the roster and we know he's going to be traded but you know I, I feel like like I said there's going to be a team in the NFC like maybe the Eagles like I was talking about earlier that are going to sneak up and be an elite top dog in the NFC so I have the Bucks here at three at two I have the Buffalo Bills, and I know a lot of people could say the Bills should be one. You know, they really loaded up, but I do have the defending Super Bowl champs, the Rams, at one, and 
They are rumored to, you know, still be interested in signing Odell Beckham back. They have Allen Robinson, so I feel like, you know, that offense is still going to be lethal. The running back room will be healthy, and I'm sure that'll be deep as well. And the fact that you're adding Bobby Wagner to the defense that you already have is absolutely crazy. And, you know, the Rams are going to continue to to try and shoot for, you know, a, a repeat this year. But the Rams are, are reboasted, and they're here to make another run. Uh, the Bills had two, though. You know, Josh Allen's got probably playing, you know, the best at the quarterback position compared to anybody else. And, and, you know, they got a lot better on offense. They got a lot better on defense. The fact that they got James Cook, I feel like that's going to be, you know, an elite addition for the Buffalo Bills. And they're going to see, you know, early that he's going to be a guy that's going to make an immediate impact. Uh, we saw how good he was at Georgia. And, you know, obviously having the bloodline, Dalvin Cook, you know, I, I feel like, you know, just being able to train with somebody who has Dalvin's experience is only going to make him better. And I really feel like he's going to be one of the surprise players in the NFL this year to go along with that Buffalo Bills offense. But guys, that that was my top 10. I'll run down it one more time. At 10, I have the Browns. At 9, I have the Eagles. 8, I have the Raiders. 7, I have the Broncos. 6, I have the Bengals. 5, I have the Chiefs. 4, I have the Chargers. 3, I have the Bucks. 2, I have the Bills. And 1, I have the Rams. Guys, that was my off-season power rankings to this point. It's still really early. We'll definitely do another one of these before the season comes around. But that's my top 10. Let me know what you guys think if you know you have some teams in it that I didn't mention. Yeah, just feel free to shout us out on Instagram, you know, since the sandbox. And you see, I got the Boston Celtics gear on. The Celtics about to play game four tonight. I'm already predicting the Celtics are going to win, tie the series. I know we haven't talked about basketball too much on the podcast as of recently, but you know, just really focusing on the football and the community aspects of the things we have going on, but still rooting for the Celtics and watching, covering all that basketball in many different ways. So let's go Celtics. The Celtics get to the finals. You'll be seeing me at a game. That's 100% a fact. But guys, you know the deal at the end of the episode. Make sure you leave a five-star review and tune into the next episode that is our most improved teams in the NFL. Peace out, five stars.